A one-size-fits-all national science curriculum has often been controversial. For states that rely on fossil fuels, for instance, teaching that the climate is changing and humans are to blame can rile people up. This school year, for the first time, Wyoming kids are learning about climate change using science standards adapted to Wyoming realities. Wyoming Public Radio's Melody Edwards reports for Inside Energy. In 2014, Wyoming's science standards hadn't been updated in 10 years, and it was time to adopt new ones. Like most other states, Wyoming was poised to pass the next generation science standards. Laramie Senator Chris Rothfuss was a big fan of next generation, but he remembers a lot of grumbling from his fellow lawmakers. There's generally been a concern with standards that somehow these are national standards that the feds are trying to tell us what to learn. And so there was a, a general backlash, I think, towards that. Rothfuss says they were worried that they would require teachers to teach that climate change is human-caused, a controversial concept in an energy state whose economy depends on fossil fuels. Rothfuss recalls one busy week at legislature, not many lawmakers noticed when a footnote was added to the state budget bill. It was small, but it packed a wallop. People are tired uh, at the end of the day. Sometimes things slip through the cracks, and that may have been one of those pieces of legislation that if the House had really had a lot of robust debate, might not have passed, but there wasn't any debate, and it passed. The footnote defunded the next generation science standards. Here's former Goshen County Representative Matt Teeters, one of the sponsors of the footnote, speaking soon after. I think obviously our students need to learn about climate change, but I, I felt like it was overemphasized, almost activism within the curriculum. Rothfuss says the decision created a standoff between the State Board of Education and the legislature. The State Board basically said, all right, well, if you're taking the best standards we know of off the table, we're done even talking about standards. And so Rothfuss and the late Senator John Patton, as well as the Joint Appropriations Committee, all drafted new bills that repealed the original footnote. After the footnote was removed, Jillian Bailo was elected superintendent of public instruction, having given her word to slow down the process of adopting science standards. Her approach was to go out and get input from Wyomingites. Our staff worked incredibly hard going around the state, holding listening sessions, collecting input, and took over 100 comments to the review committee before the work even started. What Balo heard from those comments was that people wanted to mold those next-generation standards into something uniquely Wyoming. We have a science classroom in our own backyard. They wanted to come to a consensus about how to teach climate change, too. One of my goals was to make sure that we had great science standards that encouraged students to use the scientific process to, to determine and to deduce factual science. In other words, let kids use science to make up their own minds about the causes of climate change. University of Wyoming geologist Sarah Conrad sat on Baylow's Science Standards Task Force and met monthly with parents, teachers, and other community members to hammer out these Wyoming-made standards. She said the conversation was often tense. Because there's certain words that get people fired up, and we tried to avoid the words that could be controversial. And in, in changing the words, it wasn't that we we changed the science. Again, we didn't want to do that. We wanted to make sure we're really sticking to rigorous uh, science standards. As a glacier expert, solid science was important to Conrad. She takes issue with people who say they do or don't believe in climate change. I mean, what science is, is, is a process, and it's a system, and it's a method. It's not a belief. 
Conrad is very worried about how quickly global warming is dwindling Wyoming's glaciers. But she says the goal of the task force was to find a way to express accurate science so everyone could agree. Nowhere in Wyoming's science standards does it say humans cause climate change, even though a NASA survey shows 97% of scientists agree they do. But Conrad gives an example of how the task force finally did agree to describe the effects of greenhouse gases. They flipped the language, so instead of saying that an increase of the gases causes warming... So we changed the example to say a decrease in greenhouse gases causes a decrease in global temperatures, which would cause an increase in glacial ice, which is exactly true, and that's what happens to start an ice age. For one, Laramie science teacher Andy Pannell is glad the science standards took a soft touch. I'm a fifth-generation Wyomingite. I understand where my paycheck comes from. And I I was a little nervous that I was going to be teaching climate change, that I was going to be set against, you know, the culture here in Wyoming. And anyway, letting kids make up their own minds came naturally to him. I challenged them, don't believe me. Don't believe Mr. Panel. Let's examine the evidence and then we'll make some determinations for ourselves. Now that he's taught nearly a full year of climate change curriculum, Panel says the lawmakers who drafted that original footnote had nothing to worry about. If the legislators were worried that the energy industry would be demonized by trying to steady climate change, I think that actually the opposite has happened. I think a lot of the kids actually have more of an appreciation that there's just trade-offs for the way that we do business. For Inside Energy, I'm Melody Edwards of Wyoming Public Radio. For more on this and other energy stories, visit us at InsideEnergy.org. And while you're there, share your energy questions. They just might become our next story.